Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That was Black Sabbath with War Pigs. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the other night when we were camping um, for the Red Pill annual camping trip, we were doing prophetic songs, songs that were very, very prophetic that seemed to have those lyrics ring true today more than ever. And um, if you can't imagine, that was one of them. <laughs> that was definitely one of them. And uh, The War Machine, Death and Hatred to Mankind. Interesting, isn't it? So the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, if you are a new listening or first-time subscriber, this is where we talk about what we call the unfolding global conspiracy. And if you don't think there's a conspiracy going on, if you don't think people are collaborating together, conspiring together to undermine humanity, the United States, the Constitution, well, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. All right? All right. Because there is just too many things happening. Um, we were on the After Dark chat last night, and I had to go up and check on my kids, and I, I started watching a TikTok video while I was talking to my kids. And it was this guy, and I invited him on the show. I mean, he had, like, one of those things behind him. Biden won. Trump sucks. Trump lost the election. You know, vaccines are, are good for you and work. And, and it was just absurd. And I was listening to this guy, and he, he was sitting there talking about vaccines, saying vaccines are only made for viruses. And I'm like, DTAP? Anybody? DTAP? Like, 
no, 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 they're not. They're they're made for various different viruses and bacteria. Uh, mRNA technology right now is is only um, dependent upon viruses, but mRNA technology is actually designed off of something known as CRISPR technology, which is gene editing technology. Um, and he's like, you know, RNA doesn't code the, the DNA. And I'm like, yeah, it does. And I, I, I said, please follow me. I want to have you on my show because I'd love to just tear you apart with everything that you're talking about. But this is the absurdity of propaganda. This is what happens in the public forums when information is put out there in an authoritative manner that is misleading, misguided, or utilized to manipulate. It's, it, it's psychological warfare 101. And, and let me start off today, right? We'll, we'll, we'll cover the notes for today's show and all this stuff here in a minute. We'll get into the show. We might even have a guest. We'll see if he, if, uh, he jumps in. Dr. Kirk Elliott, by the way, can't make it tonight. Um, he's taking care of his son. Uh, our, you know, my prayers go out to him. He, uh, Anyways, he couldn't make it tonight. He had to reschedule, but we did have him on the Dark Delight Show. If you want to listen to Dr. Kirk Elliott, you can go talk to him there. But this is how the world was manipulated. And I want people to understand this, right? Is that right now, right now, we are in a relationship. I'm not dating you, but we're in a relationship, okay? That you and I are communicating right now. And that information is being translated between us. Now, when I communicate with you, and when you communicate with me, our voices have various tones. They go up and down, they have different pitches, and we have different emotions that we attach to that information. Well, our bodily structures, our our subconscious mind, our our body, our, our emotional structures, the electromagnetic sensors all over our body, they pick up that information in various different ways. Now, when that information comes from an authoritative figure. See, when we were younger, we were indoctrinated into this illusion that authority is the above all, above all truth and that there is nothing that can contest authority. And so as we communicate here, this information that's being exchanged should not be just accepted as self-evident, shouldn't be accepted as truth simply because one person says it. Instead, you have to put safeguards up in your mind, even for things I say. This is why I always say, never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, your own emotions, your own volition, and through your own experiences, right? So, what this means is that information is weaponized. We are living in the age of information warfare, of psychological warfare. And this information that is being spewed at you from all angles, okay, is meant to create some type of rise action out of you. Some type of manipulation, some type of influence, whatever it might be. They use information. Everybody uses information to do these types of things, And so what you need to do is you need to have a security mechanism, like a cybersecurity mechanism within your mind that when someone's communicating with you, that you question everything. That you say, hey, hey, I'm not going to blindly accept it simply because you said it and I trust you. But I'm going to go out there and prove it to myself that that is true or false. And see, this filter that most of us all have, the left, the liberals, it's just gone. It is just eroded over time, and they just accept 
the mainstream social constructed political narrative that comes about. It's, it's healthy skepticism, but it's not only skepticism. It's analyzing the psychological nature of the relationship and the communication between the two people, between the person and the social platform, between the person and the media, the author of the article, the video that you're watching, the producer. It's really this hypercritical analysis of multifunctions of the levels of communication that are incurring between you and whatever information that you're consuming. And you have to be this hyper-vigilance towards it. Even in the patriot, the truth community, the conservative movement, it doesn't matter. People are out there and they are trying to manipulate and deceive people. Okay? And here's the thing, is they might not even know they're doing it. They might have heard something from somebody who heard something from somebody and they're just relating it to you as truth because it fits within their constructed narrative. Right? So we have to perceive these types of things. So when we start looking at liberals out there that are just, well, you know, Donald Trump said all, all, all immigrants are racist and murderers and rapists. We know that's false because we actually listened to the speech and then we saw CNN break it down, reconstruct it, and put it together and make it sound like he said that. So when they say that, be like, actually, that's not what he said. I can pull up the real speech and I can show you the quotes of what he said because what he said is most immigrants are good people looking for a safe constructive life here in the United States of America. But what happens is that you have a lot of these illegals that come over that are gangbangers, cartel members, and traffickers who are nothing more than rapists, murderers, right? And this is what CNN does is they, they, they construct this. They're the authority. They put it out there and they say, consume this and eat it. Trump's bad. <laughs> All right. We can't accept that. We have to go out there and we have to discover the facts or as close to the facts as possible. So if you're out there and you're thinking, hey, this, there's no conspiracy in this world. Absolutely there is. There are people right now conspiring to take down the United States of America, to infiltrate our political, our academic, our social, our cultural systems. There are people out there right now trying to take over the world and implement a techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled regime called the New World Order. Absolutely. If you don't believe me, I can show you all the documents. We got all this recorded and referenced. Absolutely. It's out there. From their own words, Dr. Noah Harari of the World Economic Forum, the second person to Klaus Schwab, has came out and quite literally said, we, the elitists, are in the position now to use our influence to shape and mold the world as we desire. I, I don't care that he wants to see change in the world, but what scares me is he wants to see the change in the world organized by a hand-select few billionaires and trillionaires that are fundamental eugenicists, atheists, who care not for human life, who have ran corporations on this planet that have slaughtered millions of human beings, the same corporations and private interests that have funded every single war in this world since 1900. They funded communism. They funded the Bolsheviks. They funded Mao. They funded Castro. But they also funded the Americans. And they infiltrated all of our systems. Think about our scientific systems. We've been talking a lot about climate change this week. Okay, 
This is absurdity. Is climate change occurring? Absolutely. The word climate literally means changes in weather over periods of time. Okay. Well, so is it warming or is it cooling? It depends on the solar cycle and the solar maximum and minimum super cycles. It depends on how far away from the last ice age, about 11,000 years from the last ice age, that we actually are. There's multiple different factors that go into the planet cooling and heating. And traditionally, over a a three-billion-year period, the planet has done both. But scientists neglect this information about surface surface temperatures are increasing and and we are having rises in carbon dioxide. You're having rises in carbon dioxide on the surface level in rural and urban neighborhoods, in areas, big cities. You're not having it in the stratosphere where the weather actually takes place and where that would be the measurable calculus to actually determine whether carbon dioxide is increasing in the atmosphere of where it exists at 0.04% of which that 0.4%, human beings only make up 3% of that 0.04% of the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. On the other side of it, the most abundant greenhouse gas in the atmosphere is water. Why aren't they talking about, we need to take water out of the atmosphere. Water is the number one reason why this planet heats and cools. It's the number one reflective mechanism that takes in solar radiation and sends it to the surface. But they're not talking about water, are they? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Guys, I'm going to dip out and grab a guest real quick. I'm going to dip out. I'm going to grab a guest real quick. And uh, you guys are going to like this. This is going to be a good guest. You guys are going to like this one. After these messages, we'll be right back. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. All right, we're back. Look at this guest. Look at this guy. Welcome to the program, Jason Reed, man. Uh, how's it going, man? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me tonight. Vince has got the, the week off. Camping trip so. you had last weekend, huh? Yeah, we had the camping trip last weekend. It was fun. You and Vince covered for me that one day. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great time. It rained most of the time, but we made the best of it. We went, did some hiking. We uh, saw some stars. We uh, went to the sand dunes, which, by the way, the sand dunes um, are an anomaly on this planet. There is no way that the great sand dunes of Colorado were created by water erosion coming down from the mountains. It's just absolutely, no, it's absurd to even think that. Right. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You know, I see a lot of interesting things on the net and stuff, and it's, it's like, Really? that exist like uh i think it's called the. it's like three whales it looks like whales are coming off of a cliff of a mountain Mm -hmm. do you know this mountain like where the hell this call come from and then there's wolfhead mountain right yeah like 
what? And it looks like a wolf head, right? Like, there's just some wicked cool shit out there, but um, but it's unexplained, right? Well, yeah. It, well, they try to explain the sand dunes, and they'd say that it's um, um, runoff from the water that carved through the mountains. Um, but here's the thing is the sand dunes are about the size of the mountains. They cover they cover about 30 square miles, and they're as high as the mountains. And the sand is a fine grain, but it's not like silica dioxide. It's not sand. It's actually like ground up rock and everything. So it's actually like ground up rock and everything. So it's kind of weird and unusual, right? It's like, this isn't sand. But the native legends actually say that the ant people who burrowed tunnels underground are the ones who brought the sand up to the surface. Pretty interesting. Yep. I haven't caught the video yet, but did you see that um, Putin's had made some references in, in regards to Tartaria? I, you know, I saw, like, I knew that back in 2019 he released Tartarian maps in a treaty. Um, I know Syria just made some comments about Tartaria, um, talking about how they've changed the um, their history and rewrote their history and removed the, the Tartarian nation's um, references out of it. Um, I know Putin said something a few months ago, but I haven't heard anything recent. Yeah, I, I have to check the video out. I just was wondering if you'd seen it yet. I have not. You know, right now... Um, the world is in an interesting place and, and the, the alternative history aspect of this really comes into play because it, it kind of shows us, you know, how easy it is to forget about what's happened on this planet before. And when we're moving forth with everything that's happening right now, what I call the, the BRICS alliance and the NATO alliance coming to a head, um, we, we got to be concerned that these people are going to try in every way, shape and form to change history after the winner is declared. So pretty scary time to be alive. Um, for a few announcements before we get going, guys, we have the uh, the Battle of the Streams going on. That's between Pilled, DLive, and Rumble. I've already saw one come in from Rumble. One second, one second here. Let me go over here. And we have a Gump. Gump. Uh, am I the only one who still doesn't trust these elections? Did Dominion cheat for Kari so she doesn't go after them? Tudor Dixon here in Michigan barely campaigned. I don't know. My mind is going wild. Oh, my God, it's Jason. Thank you so much, Gump. Um, and we're going to talk about the election stuff here in just a little while, so I'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about yeah. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is an anomaly, mm-hmm. but I think that uh, – I think I know what's going on there, so we'll talk about that. But if you guys want to help support the Red Pill Project, alternative media, and everything we do here, you guys can take part in the DLive, the Rumble, or the the Pilled uh, Battle of the Streams. Also, if you just want to help us out uh, with uh, donations or anything like that, the easiest way is go to our Give, Set, Give Send Go campaign. The way to find that is redpills.tv slash go. Or you can send us cryptocurrency. That's always welcome, even though it's doing horrible right now. And that's send crypto. And so that's redpills.tv slash send crypto. And I'll put those in the chats right there so you guys can see them. Jay, how you been, man? What have you been up to? You know, I've been, quite honestly, I've been paying a lot of attention to these primaries. And, you know, we have an interesting bank of these primaries. Other than that, work. I've been busy. Um you know, working long days, kind of kind of easy job this last couple of days. So it's been kind of nice. Yeah. But 
we're suffering from the heat, man. We are drought drought driven right now. We definitely are struggling for water. Man, get out of New York. That place is just a hellhole. Mm-hmm. Funny you should say that. Uh, you know, we just got a we just got a fourth milking goat. So now we have two two bucks and a fourth milk milking goat. This goat's a La Mancha. I don't know if you know what a La Mancha is. No they idea. They have weird ears. But um, but this thing's producing like three, well, probably a four or five cups a day, which, right, that doesn't seem like a lot. But, yeah. But, you know, it's pretty interesting what's happening in the world right now. It's, you know, financially, politically, uh, you see some things that are 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 pretty interesting. The whole Paul Pelosi thing's pretty interesting too. I don't know if you caught wind of this, but yeah, well, not only was he wasted. He had drugs in his system. What's that? He had drugs, drugs in, his in his system. When the cop asked for his driver's license, he gives him his um, his contribution card to the sheriff's department. Um, there was physical injuries in the accident. I don't know if you've heard this. No. There's physical injuries in the accident. Um, the current judge was removed and a democratic government or judge was put in place. So when you start to look at this, right, people are leaking stuff out, but yet he still seems like he's going to get away with shit. You know, I watched an interesting piece, you know, he blew like a 0.081 or something like that. And judge Napolito was like, you know, a defense attorney is going to say that and be like, well, if this guy made one small mistake, and he was a 0.79. He wasn't really drunk, was he? Mm. And so that's why he he pled not guilty. No, he pled not guilty because he's Paul Pelosi, right? And you know, this is we have this two-tiered justice system. And uh you know, so you're starting to see these things where like people are trying to get away with bullshit, but people are calling them out on it. And that's a good thing, right? You know, at the end of the day, it shouldn't be happening. And uh so you know, the financial things got me worried the most. I don't, you know, if you look at inflation, you know, they're saying 0.9.6% this month or last month. Bullshit. You know, simply put, something that cost me $12 last year, uh, a bale of hay and a bag of grain. Okay, 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. That now cost me $38. Hmm. Let that sink in. 38 bucks. And we haven't even seen... The tip of the iceberg as far as what's going to come to beef chicken right these consumable products that you know that we gobble up every day you know we're, we're going to see that in october november and december when they start to you know call these animals and stuff but you got to remember they're paying these exorbitant prices for their grain for their hays mm-hmm. and everything else additionally fuel costs fertilizer costs you know, you could see chicken being at $32 a pound. Let <laughs> that sink in. Let that sink in. Really, I'll go sit on the eggs myself. Is, we have a serious freaking problem. People need to wake up and start to, to understand that, like, this isn't just gibberish. You know? Right. I'm not the only person saying this. Listen to what the farmers are saying. Farmers are saying, hey, I last year my expenses for my fertilizer were $48,000. This year it's $168,000. That's not going to get, it's not just going to get gobbled up. Oh, I'll eat that this year. It's not. Go on that crickets and beetles diet, huh? 
(laughs) So this is interesting because a lot of this hedges on the events that potentially could unfold. Um, The title of the episode tonight is All Eyes on China. Now, um, Mm. Sonia, one of our contributors at the Social Red Pill, good friend, has been, uh, she kind of put this theory out there. And I kind of latched onto it. I'm like, oh, you're right. (laughs) She was spot on. And I don't know if she got it from someone else or I think she got it herself. But it was spot on. And I want everybody to listen to this. Nancy Pelosi has been infiltrated and corrupted by China for a long time. Feinstein, Swalwell, Biden, everybody is corrupted on the liberal Democrat side by China. We have the financial records to see this and understand this. So when China comes out and says Nancy Pelosi cannot visit Taiwan, we will shoot her plane down. Nancy Pelosi knows that China is not going to shoot her plane down. But you have to understand the global dynamics of what China is trying to achieve here. We have the Jennifer Zhen's leaked media from, that was released by Lude Media from the Guangdong province, okay, the coastal province in China, where the generals were talking about attacking Taiwan and taking it over before November 2022. They had already started the process to build up resources for this. Um, This includes outfitting 669 merchant ships, uh, mobilizing millions of troops across China, infiltrating the political systems within Taiwan, taking over global uh, communications within the island of Taiwan through Yahweh, right? So this was all put out there. So we knew China wants to go in and take Taiwan, but China needed a reason to go in. Well, the United States, according to China, just basically just disobeyed the treaty by sending Nancy Pelosi there. So Nancy Pelosi just gave China a reason to invade Taiwan as if she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew they wouldn't blow her out of the sky, but she set up China perfectly to go into Taiwan. And so I want everybody to see this. China is on the payroll of China or Pelosi is on the payroll of China. So when China says, we're going to shoot her down, it's all a ploy for them to run military exercise and amass massive troop movement, 60, over 60,000 troops on their coastal provinces. Okay. This is not even included in the neighborhood. You are right. Yeah. Yeah. You are right. Actually, when she flew out today, they actually surrounded Taiwan. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but I found something interesting about this whole situation is that when she, she left, she said, American stand, America stands with Taiwan. Okay. Now you got to remember that the Biden administration denounced this and said that they they don't stand with Taiwan. So a news reporter today came in and asked Biden, Biden's uh, press secretary, why why is she saying that? And he's like, well, she can say whatever she wants, but this administration firmly stands on what we said yesterday that we do not, you know, we do not back Taiwan, which I found that interesting that he that they countered that. They should have said, well, we back. We back, you know, our Congress, right? Yeah. So why do you think they played that? Well, because Joe Biden is corrupted by China. He doesn't want engagement with China. He really wants to be left alone because China could fry him, including releasing all the evidence on photo fraud from 2020. And so Joe Biden has to play along and his administration had to play along with this game as well, is that we know that China and Russia are rogue from the globalists in the new world order, that they're going out there. They're on their own. They're going to create their own BRICS alliance. They're going to create their own globalist world order where China and Russia basically rolled over Europe up and Southeast Asia. Okay. So we know that this is happening. 
And maybe this is part of a deal that Trump made with them. Just leave America alone. I'll fix it when I come back in. You can do whatever the hell you want on the other side of the world. As long as these globalists don't take over, we're okay, right? I, I don't know. Maybe that's some type of deal that he made. But when we're looking in this in a geopolitical, geomilitaristic situation, okay, our Congress and Senate is corrupted by China and by everybody else. I mean, they've, they've been bought and sold up and down. BlackRock, World Economic Forum, United Nations, European dynasties, uh, billionaires, trillionaires. It doesn't matter. They're all corrupted. They're all bought and sold. But right now, China has them by the balls. And so this move that we just saw here, okay? And look at the events that run reveling. And I said this the other day. I said there's there's three likely scenarios. The most unlikely scenario is that Pelosi's plane gets shot down. It's not going to happen. They don't want to skirmish right there in the South China Sea with the United States of America because it can get really, really bad. Um, then I said that they could potentially attack Taiwan when Pelosi is there. That's highly unlikely as well. But I said most likely what's going to happen is when she leaves and the naval ships, the Tripoli, the Ronald Reagan, and the two other, uh, probably a cruiser and a destroyer that are there and probably a few submarine assets, when they leave that arena probably in a day or two, okay, China's going to make their move. And why? Because they have... Everything all ready to go. Think about this. They started running military drills immediately when Pelosi landed. They didn't even know Pelosi was going to be there, right? They, she had made her decision until the day before. But China was able to organize and execute four days of military drills around the island of Taiwan within a 12-hour notice? No. Trust me. I was in the military for 10 years, okay? That stuff is months in planning to get all the assets, logistics, everything ready for those types of exercises. So the fact that China was ready that to do that and then began mobilizing 40 brigades into the coastal provinces, that's 120,000 troops into the coastal provinces getting ready for war, pulling their missiles out, getting their Navy fleets out there, running their air force, launching missiles over the island of Taiwan, they're getting ready to invade Taiwan. And why is this critical? Because look what happens. We've been waiting for a black swan event that is going to happen to the global economic system. A reason for the Joe Biden administration to basically execute a lot of these draconian militaristic martial law orders that they've been hoping to bring about. A global economic collapse, a black swan event, allows it to happen. If China invades, not if, when China invades Taiwan, okay, which will probably be, I think right now, so they laid economic sanctions on them today. Right after Pelosi left, they laid economic sanctions. So they basically stopped uh, the flow of imports into China and exports out of Taiwan. So they've already done this, okay? What's going to happen next is they're going to give the Taiwanese government an ultimatum. Let us in, come back to China, or face the wrath. And Taiwan is going to have the option to let, just say, ah, you're right, okay, cool, come on in, or no. And if they say no, within 12 hours, China will invade and have taken over complete and total control of Taiwan. Now, we know this from other whistleblowers that the Taiwanese parliament is completely corrupted by China. So they're just going to lay down and all the generals are going to lay down and their army is going to be left as sitting ducks. The U.S. military assets there, they've already said they, that they'll take out any U.S. naval blockades and military assets with DF-41 missiles, 
which if that happened, the United States will get wiped out immediately in Southeast Asia. Okay. They'll wait till those U.S. naval assets are at least a day and a half to two days away so they cannot respond to an immediate attack in the China or into Taiwan. And this is what happens. This is the moment that this happens, the stock market collapses. Why? Because you got to look at the epicenter of global trade. You got to look at what China produces, the, the amount of shipping that comes through that, that Taiwanese straits, the amount of chipset, 72% of the global chipset for microchips comes out of Taiwan. 84% of the things of global commerce come out of China to other nations. All the shipping containers built, I think it's 86% of shipping containers are made in China. All the cranes and uh, the other types of equipment that pull the stuff off the docks are made in China. All the aspects of critical infrastructure that Donald Trump tried to change during his first four years that were undone by Joe Biden and allowed China back into our infrastructure come from China. If you have, you remember the, the blackout of 2018 that was in Massachusetts and stuff? That was because one generator had one faulty part and we couldn't get that part for two freaking weeks because it was on back order from China. That's what's going to happen when China invades Taiwan and basically embargoes all trade coming out of China and Taiwan. The United States and the G7 nations and NATO, they will issue, or the UN, they'll issue sanctions on the China just like they did to Russia. And what did Russia do? Oh, we're just going to put the ruble on the gold and we control the oil to Europe and North and Africa. And if you guys don't pay us in the ruble, well, then no oil. Ha! And what do they do? They circumvented the sanctions. And China's going to do the same thing. They're going to say, well, you know what? 82% of all global commerce comes right out of this area. We're going to embargo this area. You're not going to get your supplies. And in six months, the war of attrition will kick in and you will lose and the sanctions will be done. We can last that long. Goodbye. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And you know what's also going to happen? It's these fucking people, and I'm sorry for swearing. It's these freaking people that think that globalism and all of this, oh, let's all be happy and live live uh, kumbaya together, right? It, shit, that, that's <laughs> fallacies. It doesn't happen because you're always going to have this cycle that wants to take over the world. You're always going to have a Lex Luger, right? There's yeah. always going to be a bad guy. And, you know, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. This is, you know, I, if... If everything you're saying is correct, this is the collapse. Because once China... up, oh, you're muted, dude. Once China does that, and they go to the gold standard, the U.S. currency is done. It is done. You know? And what is, what is America going to do? Send more money to Taiwan? So now you're sending money to Taiwan to help them protect themselves. And then you're going to keep sending money. We're done, too. It's over. You know, you and I have said this before, you know, there's two things, or I've said this before, is there's two things are going to happen. Either globalists are going to win and the American currency is done, or the patriots are going to win and the Fed is done and the American currency is done. No matter what, it's gone. It's mm-hmm. already gone. There's already countries that are making the moves. So in Europe right now, I don't know if you caught wind of this, Europe is no longer paying or repairing ATM machines. They are no longer issue, issuing cash. They're just like, there's phasing them out. Basically, you go, you put a card in, and you get credits. That is your currency now. You're getting credits. So if you think this is like bullshit, it's not. It's the real deal. This is why I got six goats. This is why I got 24 chickens. This is why I have a garden. You know, this is why I become self-sufficient. That's why I got guns and I ammo. <laughs> yeah, this is why. So I can eat. Yeah. You know, 
And you know what? Maybe nothing happens, but my gut tells me this is what's happening. You know, that's why I got six hundred gallons be... of water in my pantry. Yeah, that's why I have a. That's why I haven't gotten rid of a twenty-four thousand gallon pool. Yeah, you know, because there's water. Five hundred you know? gallon hot tub. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, yeah, you you have. We're gonna talk about that at the end of the show. I got a twenty uh, twenty four survival tips, things that you need to get just to prepare. But listen, th- this is escalating all over the world. You remember when I talked about the firestorm event? I said we're gonna have destabilization in Eastern Europe, destabilization between Iran and Israel in the in, in the Middle East, and then between China and Taiwan. Okay, what did the United States just do in Afghanistan? Gave it back to the Taliban. No, they killed the Al-Qaeda chief, Zawari. Right? They bombed and killed him, who was at a cabal safe house. Now, I I saw that the SGT report. So the SGT report yesterday was saying that he was killed back in 2018 under the Trump administration. They showed the articles. This isn't true. Okay. So you got to remember what happened in 2018. 2018, Trump attempted to take him out. They thought they had taken him. I think there was a press release or something that he was killed. And he turned up weeks later still alive. So that was, that. from my knowledge and from my understanding, that was inaccurate. He was just killed recently, though. Um, But that's different from the Osama bin Laden. But we're finding destabilization within the Middle East between Iran and Israel massively in Iran. Iran is becoming a massive power within the Middle East. Israel is dwindling, especially after all the adverse reactions from the vaccine that their people are having. And you got to wonder that it wasn't obviously most of the world, uh, the world elite that were planning this vaccine genocide. It seems to be that it potentially was Russia and China that maybe had been behind this. And the reason I say that is because well, firstly, it was developed in China. Secondly, is Russia and China are some the one of the two two of the only countries on the planet that didn't utilize mRNA technology in the vaccine for their people. <laughs> well, I wonder why, because they knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we have some interesting things happening. Man. We do, we do, and and then there's this aspect of what's happening here, right? And I talked about this a little bit last night on the After Dark chat when we talked about what happens if this black swan event happens, China invades Taiwan, Russia is going to go for Eastern Europe and try to bring back into the uh, into Russia all of the former Soviet states. Absolutely. They, they will. And the reason is, is resource allocation. It, it just makes sense. You have control mm-hmm. over the rest of Europe. Uh, NATO is basically defenseless at that point, especially if the United States gets into a uh, skirmish with China in the Southeast Sea, right? And then they have to fight a dual-fronted war. Our military is already degraded as it is. I talked about this years ago when I said that the vaccine was meant to basically degrade the United States military to make us weak and vulnerable. And then what happens is they have to recruit the 1.4 million veterans, call them back to active duty, which they can do that at any point in any time, call them back to active duty to go fight World War III on a dual-fronted war. That pulls all the strength out of this country. They take all men ages 18 to 45. Guess what? You're active duty now, too. You're going to go to boot camp just like Nam. The draft is instituted. You're all sent away. And all you're going to have here is weak, liberal, pussy bitches left in this country and strong women, right, raising their children. 
And then what happens? Then you have all these terrorist cells within these major cities that have came over the border that we're, we're getting all these weapons from Eric Holder's Fast and Furious given to the cartels. The cartels stocked them and piled them until these people came over the border, the 18 to 25-year-old males from Northern Africa, the Middle East, that were trained in Chinese militia, militant camps. They get shipped into Venezuela. They lose their passport. They trek up through Central America, cross over the Mexican border, escorted by the cartels, are given weapons, they hoard them, and they go to the United States cities waiting for that moment when violent extremism comes to all these cities and destabilizes our social and cultural foundation in this country after all the men are sent to war. And what happens? The United States has turned into a third world country immediately, and the color revolution has succeeded. What do you do with the rest of the patriots that are still here? You fucking arrest them. Well, how do you arrest them, do you say? Well, guess what? They've already put in various types of le uh, legislative implementation to do exactly that. To limit gun sales, to increase the cost of ammunition, to, to go out there. They have ATF agents going door to door asking to see people's guns, which is a direct violation of the Constitution. Your Fourth Amendment... Okay, you have right here. This was this was one of the most interesting things right here. Capitol Police raises questions with job listing to hire own federal prosecutors. Who signed off on this? This this is real. Okay, a new listing on the federal government job board is raising constitutional questions as Capitol Police are looking to hire their own prosecutors. <laughs> what? The listing for an attorney position posted July 29th on USAJobs.gov says in the description that the employee would serve as a special assistant U.S. United States attorney. In the Capitol Police's district offices, the salary is between 145000 186000 This position is to represent the United States government primarily prosecuting individuals and groups who have engaged in threats and or acts of violence against members of Congress, their staffs, United States Pol Capitol Police employees, visitors to the Capitol complex and facilities and properties within the Capitol complex, the listing says. Notably, the agency listed for the prosecutor's job is the Capitol Police, not the Department of Justice. Therein lies a problem, according to Mike Davis, founder of the Article 3 Project. It is constitutionally wrong to have prosecutors report to law enforcement. It should be the other way around, and he's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And this is the weaponization of the Department of Justice. This is the weaponization of these various different police forces, especially in the corrupt land of Washington, D.C. And if we add into their, you know, Rex 84, COINTELPRO, Directive 51, where they can suspend habeas corpus and basically go out there and begin arresting dissenters simply because they don't like what you say. Now you look at the National Terrorism Threat Advisory System from the Department of Homeland Security. You look at their February 2022 bulletin that labeled people who they perceive as propagating disinformation, propaganda, and misinformation as that is different from the governmental aspect of truth. When the government says, hey, this is truth, this is authority, this is, this is what you're going to believe, this is the truth, anybody who is against that now falls under the, uh, the, uh, the, the portion of that bulletin that describes them as domestic terrorists, which now they fall under Directive 51, so habeas corpus is suspended, and they can be arrested as dissenters during a national emergency situation. And this is what we're in for if we don't stand up, rise up, and fight, if we don't do something. I lay it all out. What the heck? I laid it all out. You did. But fortunately, there are some people that are fighting back, man. I agree. There are. We are. That's what this is. Yeah. Disquietude. You know, and I'll tell you what. If we if we take the House back and the Senate, it's fucking all over for them. It really is. Well. But 
they, uh, you know, that Carrie Lake thing too. I, are you ready to switch topics? Um, let me see if we're at the. Um, we can skip over those, or I can come back to them. What do we got here? Um, let me pull up Carrie Lake real quick. I got it here. Go ahead. All right. So the Carrie Lake thing. Uh, just before I got on, I was actually reading something that there was like 140,000 votes that were still left to count in Maricopa County and that they're really not giving it to her yet because anything could happen. And so, you know, I, I hate to see we wake up tomorrow and she lost, you know, she's going to. Yeah. So Rob, she, nobody's she, ever heard of Rob. Does, nobody's ever heard of her. So the challenger, the person she's running again, nobody's ever heard of this lady. Yeah, she's a uh, billionaire's wife yeah. or million, multi-millionaire wife. She spent like $18 million of her own money. Uh, yeah, but nobody's heard of her. So who's backing her? Well, you know who's backing her. That's exactly it. And she's Doug mm-hmm. Ducey's good friend, right? So we, we got uh, – I, I wanted to pull up U.S. elections. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, we're looking at uh, Arizona governor primary. So she is, it's not looking good right now. So you have right now, she's at 294,606 to 283,160. So 11,446 votes ahead. Okay. Now the problem is, is Maricopa County. Yeah. Maricopa County is only at 80% reporting. Uh-huh. Yep. And what you're going to see is she's most likely going to probably, I would say that she's going to lose this election. I mean, they called Joe Biden with 1% reporting when Donald Trump was leading him. <laughs> I mean, oh, but did, did Carrie Lake win? I do believe Carrie Lake legitimately won this election. I believe that the election is being stolen for Taylor Robson. Um, just like we're seeing in other places, these people that people never heard of before are coming out winning and it's like what's going on here yeah they can't have her take they can't have her take arizona because they know if she does Mm -hmm. she's going to be like wyatt earp and doc holiday guns are going to be blazing and she's going after him i mean she's already said it yeah. You know, I, and that's what I love about her. She's just so full of spit and fire, man. And, and you want to know what I think happened? Because last night, she was down by 9% when I went to bed. 9%. Yes. They declared yeah. Robson the winner. Okay? And this morning, all of a sudden, she comes back up. Well, apparently in Arizona, they're having ballot shortage problems. Yep. Okay? That, that people are saying, where's my ballot? They're saying, we don't have any. And they, they came out and said, okay, we're going to allow you to vote. And so that's what's happening is you're getting that inflow of all those people that were missing ballots. Also, I yeah. think, and I, look, I know this team. I know, I've been to Arizona, met Carrie. I, I met all these people that are working with her. They have safeguards in place watching this election yep. like a hawk. And I think yeah. what happened is a phone call was made overnight, an email was sent, and said, if you steal this, you guys are done. We have it all. And all of a sudden, Carrie Lake's winning. Yep. I'm almost assured of it. Uh-huh. And listen, the people that the American First candidates are very weary of election fraud right now. We're, we're watching it happen in the, the Republican primaries as well, people. Like I said, the, oh, the yeah. Republicans are just as corrupt. 
yet. Listen, you think Lindsey Graham has got South Carolina's best interests in play? <laughs> not a fucking chance. Nope. You think Mitt Romney cares about anybody other than his family in Utah? Not a chance. The good thing is, is a few of these guys that voted for Trump impeachment, Peter Major, um, and a few others, they lost. Yeah. And the American First candidates did a full sweep. All Trump-endorsed candidates this, mm-hmm. this period won. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you that Donald Trump won the 2020 election, I don't know what does. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I found it interesting, too, was the, uh, the, the vote count for Lake, for the Republican primary, and for the Democratic primary. I mean, it's only at like maybe like 2.3 million altogether in votes for all of the candidates put together for the Democrat and the Republican kind of, uh, primary. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that during the presidential election, there was 3.3 million people? So I went and looked at this. And what I actually did is I went and compared the 2018 gubernational primary results to today. And the numbers today are way more than they were then. I guarantee you that. Uh, But you can't look at a general election for president against a primary election. Typically, a lot less people vote in the primary elections because it's selected for the party. And most people, if they're conservative, they're just like, yeah, whoever wins, I'll vote for them, right? So you have about three quarters less people that actually vote in the primaries. But right now, with the excitement around the elections and people getting involved in politics, you would assume that more people would come out and vote. And I think this is what we're seeing, but it also gives room for them to cheat a lot more. That's my point, is that you just said last gubernatorial election, the numbers were lower. This one's the highest it's probably been in a long, long time, mm-hmm. right? Which means lots of people voted. But you're still telling me that it's 30, 40% less than what voted for the president? Yep. Mm, I'm in our time with this one. Well, this it, doesn't make sense. and if you look, most of the Arizona offices are still at 80, 76%. They're trying to figure out a way to get uh, Robson the win. Mm-hmm. How do we get around this uh, voter fraud thing when we can't steal uh, the election? And I guarantee yeah. sheriff's offices in Arizona are already at these voting election centers going, ha, what's up, people? How we doing? How we doing? We, we having a good time here? Mm-hmm. So I saw a nice video clip of them actually uh, validating. So they were just, they were, you know, delegating votes, mail-in votes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And... What's interesting is there was the tag below it was basically all of the things that they're doing before that vote counts. Right. So validating whether they voted or not, validating their address, validating their name, validating their signature. So, I mean, Arizona did put some things into play to stop some of the fraud. And I'm hoping that that's what's kind of keeping her in the lead is that they're catching it all. Well, and there is multiple reports of, of things happening. A lot of the ballot boxes, uh, the drop-off ballot boxes were closing early. Polling stations were clo- closing 30 minutes early. People were getting there going, why are you guys closing? They're like, well, you know, it takes us 25 minutes to shut down and grab all the ballots and go count them. And so we're not supposed to be uh, collecting ballots after the 8 p.m. time, so we have to collect them 30 minutes early. And she's like, no, that doesn't work that way. That's not how this works. And the lady's well, no. you're going to have to talk to my supervisor. And she's like, no, you're taking my fucking ballot. Like, what are you doing? But it was interesting to see was this article. If you guys know who Nate Silver is, he's the one who kind of correctly 
called a lot of the elections of Barack Obama became a superstar. And then he called that Hillary Clinton would win and then Trump won and he became a moron. Um, but he came out, the political environment might be improving for Democrats. Yeah, okay. He's thinking, he's saying now that uh, how the Senate forecast has changed. And we know that in July, the Republicans were leading. We know in June, the Republicans were leading. Now they're saying that 57 out of the uh, 57 senators will be elected in the Senate for the Democrats. Now, this is interesting because we know that the Republicans are going to take the House. Okay? But if the Democrats take the Senate... Who is the only branch of the House to be able to impeach? That's the Senate. So, not only that is the the Senate has a lot of the legi- a lot of the power and authority over the executive branch. So, if Trump gets in in twenty twenty four, it's that same Senate. I don't think that they can even come close to winning the Senate. But the fact that they're coming out right now. And they're setting this narrative that the Democrats are going to win the Senate. This is what people need to understand is they set the narrative, they set the precedence, and they're going to cheat. If they know that they're going to lose in November 2022, they're going to try to retain at least as much power as humanly possible. If they know American first candidates are going to come out there, if they know American first candidates are going to come out there and win, and that they'll provide articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, how do you stop that? You stop that by controlling one of the other houses. If you control the Senate and the Senate doesn't provide the the articles of impeachment for Biden, then he doesn't get impeached. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see happening here is that the Democrats are not going to try to steal all the primaries. They're just going to try to steal the Senate. If they steal the Senate, then they save Biden. They save the executive branch and that gives them power and authority over the president in 2024. So I think that uh, this is what the, the, the precedent is being set here, or the narrative. They're trying to set this narrative up this way. I'm sorry. I had a visitor that brought me buttermilk, butter goat milk biscuits with, with uh, honey and goat milk or goat butter. Well, that it's sounds good. <laughs> it is pretty good. First time we made it. So she was all excited. Heck yeah. Pretty good. Wish I had that. <laughs> good if you move back to New York, right? Yeah, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with that. Yeah. So, you know what? I uh, I haven't told you this yet. So, you know, I got a payroll update, and uh, basically the payroll update was, his, uh, hey, New York State has uh, run out of all of its unemployment funds, and then we borrowed uh, $20 billion from the federal government. And now we have to pay that back. And so, you know, Jason, you owe us money because we gave a bunch of people unemployment during COVID. And I'm like, no, I I don't owe you money. Why do I owe you money? I didn't get it. And even even if I was unemployed, I wouldn't get it. I'm self-employed, right? So why the fuck? Do I got to pay for it? Well, why do, and then I have to pay it per employee who honestly, none of them were unemployed. So why do I have to pay back all of the illegals, all of the low lowlifes, 
all of the worthless people that didn't want to work, not the people that couldn't work. Because I can deal with that, right? Because there's two different variations there. And I'm pissed about it. Is it a lot of money? No. But how long does $20 billion take to pay back? Right? So it's not a lot of money year over year, but eventually it'll add up and be a lot of money. And just think, I'm a small business. What is it like for, you know, big companies? You know? Right. 20, 30,000 employees. Because you're getting hit for every employee. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> so live in a liberal state, they said. Right? And you know what? And that's the shit that's wrong with this state. When this state votes, everything is red. The whole state is red. With the exception of New York City. And that is the only place Democrats win. It's the only I place they read. can cheat. Let me back up. All of the cities vote Democrat. Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse, Jamestown, Albany. All of the cities vote Democrat. Okay? So when you look in and you zoom in on these maps, you'll see this little small county that, or they're not small counties, right? Because they're the city counties. But but they are predominantly voting Democrat, right? And you're, you just said it. That's where they can cheat. They can't cheat in these small municipalities throughout the country or throughout the state, but they can cheat in the cities because it's a big urban area and that's what they do. That's exactly it. Yep. You know, the whole state. Welcome to communism. Right. This is it. If you don't think you're living in it, you're, I mean, you know, I'll never forget that interview with Paul Gosar. When he said, it's not at your front door. Communism's not at your front door. It's mm-hmm. in your hallway. And it's about to kick in your fr- your your bedroom doors. You know what I mean? Yep. It's it's here, bro. Yeah. And think about this. Communism is when over the government takes over the production, right? And think about what New York State's doing with you. Oh, Jay. Hey, by the way, um, we're, we're adding this new tax that was not passed by any legislative procedures at all. And you're going to have to pay this much money per employee because we made a few mistakes financially. And we have some of the most expensive taxes in the country because our healthcare system basically acquiesces to the weak and the poor and the illegal. And we pay out the ass at uh, premium prices for it. And so you need, you need to pay us money. Yeah, pretty much. The irresponsible, the fiscal irresponsibility of your politician who have mm-hmm. a immunity to being prosecuted for being fiscally irresponsible. Right. I mean, this is brilliant. Well, how about this? Why Why does the IRS need $700,000 worth of ammunition? Great question. <laughs> why do all government agencies, it's not just the IRS. Oh, no, I know. Yet. Lowen Bober, Colorado. Do. I think we do know why. Yeah, she called in the question why the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, needs $700,000 worth of ammunition for its agents and why they need to be armed to begin with. The IRS brought nearly 700 k in ammunition earlier this year, which begs the question, why do their agents need guns to do their job and who are the IRS arming their agents against? Um, this is a great question, and it actually goes back to 2014. Barack Obama called for a national police force. He says that we have to nationalize our police forces. And what he did is he started basically nationalizing all of the government agencies with their own police force. All right. And within the nationalization of this, he began arming them to the teeth because, listen, 
if the U.S. like let let's just say that uh, the Department of Homeland Security suddenly went out and bought billions and billions of dollars of guns and ammunition and stockpiled them, people begin asking questions. But when you have that through the FBI, the DHS, the IRS, the ATF, uh, Customs and Border Patrol, when you start partitioning this and just overloading them a little over their budget, and then giving to other people who really probably never should have that much ammunition and weapons in the first place, things people don't notice. But that's the thing, is they weaponize the federal force. Why? Because they understand at some point in time that the states are going to push back, that the states are going to rise up and say, nah, we're, we're done with you, federal government. That's what federal government goes, oh, yeah? <laughs> right? And I think that's really, we're, we're coming to that head. Right now, what we need is we need a constitutional convention with two-thirds majority of the states disbanding the federal charter. I, I think we just need to get rid of the federal government Go back to the Constitution and start it all over again. And the states need to declare that. What is that thing? It's, um, de- what is it? De- devaluation or whatever? What is it? I know I'm not saying it right. Devolution? Devolution. Yeah, that's it. What about it? What is it? What is that? So I hear people talking about it and I'm like, what the hell? Is the this the primary right? tenets is that Trump basically produced some. Um, Classified executive orders, which are known as PED, Presidential Emergency Active um, Documents, Mm -hmm. that set into motion basically a contingency of government where the power flows back to patriotic forms of the government, like the military or uh, back to him, depending on what happens to this country. Uh, Basically, people believe that there's safeguards in place that when the government collapses, that the Constitution's restored, contingency goes back to the American public. Um, now, my problem with it is devolution, which is a term that's utilized within um, FEMA um, and aspects of contingency of government planning. A devolution is not something that is set into motion by a person by decree. And first, secondly, the president of the United States doesn't have the power or the authority to declare any type of executive order. Because all a PED is is a classified executive order. But it cannot overrule its power and authority from the Constitution or the checks and balances of the legislative branches of government. And so, therefore, devolution in theory in itself is flawed right from the get-go. Um, and, and devolution itself is a process that occurs when government basically declines to a point due to natural disaster, cataclysm, or something like that, where the contingency right. has to be reiterated. Um, for example, in multiple different states, the only executive power attributed to the governor of those states is the power of devolution. And this is to move the state capital from the place it is at to a new declared place. It, that's devolution. Basically, is if the... If Washington, D.C. was hit by a wave, where's the new Washington, D.C.? That's devolution. Is hey, Washington, D.C. was hit by a wave. Okay, implement devolution. Devolution occurs, and they all take the respective, all these people who are very well aware of who they are, start taking the, their respective positions and start operating as the Department of Commerce, as the Department of Justice, in different places spread throughout the United States, continue the government. That's, that's all devolution is. And, I mean, there's this theory that they're working with Space Force and Trump basically gave power and authority to the Space Force because the country was already under attack and infiltrated too much that the powers of the the president were already compromised and that our country was already under siege by a foreign power. And so basically he gave control over to the military so they could save the day. 
Um, it's I, I wish it was true, um, but it's about less than a percent chance that it's fucking true. And uh, I, I, you know, we've had uh, Patel Patriot on here, which I think Patel Patriot's a very nice guy. I think he's very well educated. I think he's very well researched as well. And I think he did a very good job with explaining devolution theory. It's a good theory, but it's a theory. And the theory can be broken down by anybody who's ever taken part in government. Anybody who's ever worked with with the military, anybody who's ever worked with the federal government in the sense of contingency planning, anybody who's worked with FEMA, anybody who's regionally certified as a FEMA director. Okay? So a- anybody who understands the process of how all this works looks at it and goes, no, that it doesn't work that way. Is you're putting random shit together and saying that it, it's, it's linked together, it, and it, but it's not. And so I like Patel Patriot. I think he's a nice guy, but uh, I think the theory doesn't hold credence. If it's true and I'm wrong, great. I'll eat my words and I'll be happy. Great, right? But yeah, right. unfortunately, look at the fucking world. Look at this country. Okay, Joe Biden is still the president right now. He's giving orders. He's giving military orders which are killing people around the world. He can start a nuclear war at any day that he wants because he has the codes. And people who say, well, it's not the real Biden, it's a clone. No, bullshit. There might be body doubles, but that's definitely the Chinese puppet in the White House. And he does that. have the I'll nuclear codes. I believe that it's a Chinese puppet, but I don't. Josh, I'm telling you, man, I've watched video clips I of see Joe Biden eight years ago. I, it's not the same fucking guy. I don't well, give a shit what anybody says. I, I, I agree guy. with you. It's not the same guy. I, I've, seen, can, I, I've seen it. You can do facelifts. You can go like this. You can stretch the face. It doesn't change the Kirk in your smile. He's got this Kirk. Well, he doesn't smile. really have dimension. All it is is the those clones only last about five years. And it's the breakout and degradation of the brain cells within the clone that are basically uh, causing those symptoms. Who knows? Maybe it's true. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's an actor in a mask, but that ain't Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I, I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, it's a puppet of China, and they have full power and authority of the president of the United States. And Donald Trump is living in Florida, playing golf, and is not the president secretly running a shadow government. Okay, it, it's just uh, this stuff is. There's just no substantiation, and you have to look at the facts, and you have to look at the evidence. These these evil people aren't being executed in Gitmo and replaced with clones. That's absolute absurdity, and if you want to believe that, then show me the actual evidence, and don't bring me this international tribunal shit, which has absolutely no legal and justifications. Not you. Not you. I'm just. Say, I, I'm I, talking to people out there. I don't believe any of that. No, I you know, know you I don't, don't believe any of but that. I'm, but that's you what know. I'm trying to say is that we have to work on the basis of facts here. And devolution yeah, theory is probably the one news. of the. Huh? The new, you follow the news. The news will unleash. Unlock everything. Them. Absolutely. Yep. And that's what we do here. And that's why we're like, fuck, this isn't looking good. Right? Mm, I don't know. I th- is the glass half empty or is it half full? Well, I see a lot of things happening. You know, here's the thing. Cash Patel, Devin Nunes, right? They're on their their true shows. They're they're laughing about it. Cash is going back and forth to DC to do some things for releasing secret document or uh, you know documents. Why aren't they fucking worried? Right? Why are they not worried? Why are they not fearing for their lives? Because they should be. They should be. Why are they not fearing for their lives? It Maybe they are. Sense. We don't know that. Do you, well, I think that you would openly say, I'm fearing for my life. You know, I, I mean, I've never seen Cash Patel walking around D.C., but I don't think he walks around with an entourage of 
security. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody out there knows. I, I don't live in D.C., so I don't know. But my point to you is, is Trump in danger? Absolutely Trump's in danger. Does Trump have his own security? Absolutely he does, right? So when you look at these people that are in positions to threaten their 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 livelihood, it doesn't seem all too real. Well, to me, you know what I mean? Well, how about I, this? Devin, listen, Devin I, Nunes listen, I is a former congressman. He's he's very, very close to Trump. I think people who are close to Trump are very well protected and insulated. Okay, because I believe that Trump does have some still power and pull within the global community. Um, but you know what? Christopher Sign, the reporter who broke the tarmac meeting between uh, Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton, who was tipped off by his secret informant in Washington, D.C. by the by the code name of S, um, when he hung himself from a dog leash from the back of his office door in the middle of the night after showing absolutely no signs or symptoms of depression, never even being depressed in his whole life, which is a clear indication sign that you were killed by intelligence agencies. I'm pretty sure he wasn't expecting his life to end or that he was under threat. I'm pretty sure Seth Rich, when he was on a jog in the morning in Washington, D.C. through Georgetown, when he was shot in the back, in his back three times because he gave a thumb drive to WikiLeaks, which mm -hmm. basically produced the whole leak on Hillary Clinton he wasn't in fear for his life. I'm pretty sure John McAfee, as he was sitting in prison in Spain, wasn't in fear for his life. Um, I bet Jeff Epstein yeah, was I definitely. I think John was. I think Jeff me. Epstein absolutely was. I'm pretty sure Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell is. But these other people, they were not in fear of their lives, and they did things that helped to take down the deep state. You know. But here's the thing: is it, it's a it's a long process to go out there and start killing your political opponents and persecuting your political opponents. The first one that they have to take down if they're going to do anything before they get all these other people is Trump. That's the October surprise. They're already producing right now legal criminal charges against Donald Trump that is being brought up right now in the DOJ. A.G. Garland has already said that, okay, that they're going to prosecute Donald Trump. And when that happens, they're going to try to go into Florida DeSantis is going to come out and he's going to say, no, you're not coming to my state. Get out of my state. He's going to grant Donald Trump immunity. Okay. And then they will announce that they're running Trump DeSantis 2024. But they can't do it ahead of time because then that's a conflict of interest from DeSantis giving him uh, immunity in the state of Florida. But also they're going to say that Trump did all these atrocious and criminal. I, I just saw this TikTok video in in. It was oh, yeah. a, two, a liberal couple being asked a question by this guy on the street. And she goes, you voted for Trump? Oh, my God, he's a terrorist. And he's like, how is he a terrorist? So you didn't listen to his speech at the Capitol? He goes, I can quote every word from it. Tell me. And she goes, he said, let's go and fight. And then some black guy from Compton jumps in. And you go, you mean when he said... We got to stand up and we got to fight. There's the same thing that Nancy Pelosi said, that Chuck Schumer said, that Bernie Sanders said, but they're not being charged with any crimes. He said exactly what the, all these other people had said before, and he wasn't talking about it in a violent way. This is a dude from Compton saying this, and they're like, you're crazy, or you're a black man, and you voted for Trump. Oh, my God, how deranged are you? And they walked away when they don't re even realize the— uh, the irony of the situation is that they're the ones, right? Trump committed absolutely zero crime, okay? And if yeah. he did, please show me. Please show me the I law saw, and the crime. I just saw Chris Miller's document requesting the National Guard on January 4th. Yeah. Boom. That's on January it. 2nd. 
Yeah. And they sent it over to Pelosi and Mayor Bowser Mm -hmm. and the head of the Capitol Police, and they declined it. Yep. With the intelligence briefing along with it that, hey, look, there's going to be something to happen in here. Case closed. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Why Why are we wasting more taxpayer dollars? You know why? Because they got so much of your fucking money, they don't give a shit. And, And Trump, he went on 15 minutes late, came off 30 minutes late, and the Capitol had already been breached. Before his speech was ever done. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got true testimony that the poor boys or the proud boys were infiltrated by an FBI informant. Yeah. Oath keepers, that, proud boys, all of them infiltrated. Yep. Federal federal agents. Federal yep. agents were fueling and instigating people to take down barriers, to break windows. We, we've seen on the camera... Two guys dressed as protesters walking into a magnetically locked door. By the way, I don't know if people know this. All the doors at the Capitol building are magnetically locked and sealed through computer network devices. It can be locked down instantaneously. How did they get in? Because the police let them in. Because federal agents went up to the cameras and said, unlock this door. And they unlocked the door for them and let protesters in. Okay? Why? Because that's what they wanted to happen. And yep. So uh, Janet Yellen two days ago said that the economy is transitioning towards a steady, sustainable growth. <laughs> it's like that yeah. old senile grandma who sits there and goes, I mean, have you seen my cat? And it's in the oven, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Shocking 45% of small businesses couldn't pay their July rent. Massive restaurant bankruptcies appear imminent. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, people don't have it. What do they do? That's right. right. Yep. You know what they do? They stop going out. They stop doing these luxury things. So someone on the platform sent this to me, and I, I got to I, I, I thank them for this um, because this was actually incredibly, incredibly good update. So we've talked about ISO 222 or two, ISO 2022 implementation for the Federal Reserve, which was set to take place on November 22nd, November 21st, 22nd, 2022. And this comes from an insider that we know who works for the Federal Reserve, building, helping build their blockchain, um, their, their, their USDC, the U.S. digital currency, the CBDC, U.S. digital currency, that he said back in June that you have six months of the fiat dollar left, and then it's going away and the digital currency will be introduced. Um, and this all takes part with basically the implementation of ISO 222. The Federal Reserve, Fedwire Fund Services ISO 222 Implementation Center, On June 27, 2022, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System announced in a Federal Register notice that the Federal Reserve Banks will adopt the ISO 222 message format from the Fedwire Fund Service in a single-day implementation strategy on March 10, 2025. So they just pushed it back three years. And so that's quite interesting, right? Um... So they've they pushed this back a little bit. Um, it looks like the adoptability of it is still going to come in in November, but that the uh, 
the real Fed wire aspect of it. This is the the ACH inner exchange aspect. This isn't going to be till 2025. So there must have been something that happened with that. Do I still foresee an economic collapse? Oh yeah, we're going to see something. Maybe we have to go for a few years of uh, of Great Depression because we're in a depression right now, and I'm not going to redefine that for you. But a recession is two quarters of continually decreasing GDP. Right now, we have been in two quarters of decreasing GDP. We've actually been in about eight quarters of decreasing GDP, if you want to take into account COVID and everything else. Um, but uh, we're headed towards a Great Depression, and, and this is going to happen. This is what the globalists need to basically take over the world in one fell swoop. But there's countries out there that are fighting against them for their own sovereignty, and they're going to take as much land as humanly possible and resources and basically constrict the, the, the globalists as much as possible. And so we're watching this war right now going back and forth between China, Russia, the BRICS nations, and the globalists. Um, and the United States is at the center of it. So we're going to get hammered from this. But that's just my opinion. That's my me looking at all this information that's out there and, and kind of coming up with, well, this is what I think we're ha- what is happening out there. What do you think about monkeypox, Jay? We just hit 6,326 cases in the U.S. So I think the vaccinated, um, I think the vaccinated are to blame, you know, when we were looking at um, what was in the vaccine, one of the ingredients or one of the things used to make the vaccine was monkeypox. Hmm. Now all of a sudden we have this epidemic of monkeypox. I mean, kind of makes some fucking sense to me. Here's the thing. Nobody I know has got monkeypox. Mostly because most of the people I hang out with are unvaccinated. Well, and straight. Yeah. Well, yeah. But <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the, the but, WHO came out and said 96% of all cases of monkeypox are in homosexual males. Really? I see, I didn't know that. I knew it was they were blaming the homosexuals for it, but I didn't know that it was being so so push a radicalized liberal agenda of gender identification and homosexuality, and then release a virus that gives them all a disease. Oh. Liberals, they love you. They're playing you like a fiddle. Boop, 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 boop. Right? Oh, man. And Joe Biden is set to um, declare an emergency declaration on monkeypox here very, very shortly. And this is going to, I'm telling you, they're going to move towards restrictions and lockdowns and masks all over again. Yep. What, what is this I have here? We have uh, San Diego County declares monkeypox public health emergency. We saw California, Illinois, New York. Now we're seeing San Diego. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, that's San Diego again. We have Germany announces new coronavirus measures for the fall and the winter. This is Germany and coronavirus, and people still have to wear masks there. And they're beginning the lockdown. You can't enter buildings unless you show proof of vaccination or proof of negative positive test. Then I saw this article. This is a good one. COVID can rebound even in people who haven't taken Paxlovid, study finds. A preprint study found that nearly a third of people with COVID experienced rebound symptoms and 12% tested positive again, regardless of whether they had taken Paxlovid. I wonder what percentage of them were vaccinated. Since COVID vaccines were unleashed, athlete deaths. This is the deaths of professional athletes. Soccer players, football, basketball, baseball, rugby. Olympians. Yeah. Olympians is up 1,700%. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, I told you when you were here, right? That yeah. I went to uh, get my life insurance policy up, you know, upped. And uh, they declined me. They didn't even decline me. They just said, no, we're not taking on any, we're not doing any changes. We're not taking on any new people. And the reason is because their claims are so high right now. For life insurance. Yep. Yeah. I mean, dude, I know one person. I know one person that's lost six people. To, you know, I, f- I find it funny that they always say that COVID. But some of these people were vaxxed. Uh, he's not vaxxed, but I find it interesting, you know, that uh, COVID got him. Oh, man, the vax got him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just heard about the local girl that's like a f- little over 40, had a massive coronary heart attack. No. You didn't hear about it? Young girl works two jobs, single mom. Do I know her? Had a mass, yes. I'll tell you who it is after the show. Yeah. Um, had a massive corn or a massive heart attack. Stroked out, had a heart attack. Boom, almost died. They paddled her. They got her on life support. She was in a coma for a little bit. Now she's doing a lot better. But yeah, because forty-year-old women have heart attacks. Thirty-four-year-old well, so active duty Air Force in the best shape of his life, has a stroke, goes to the hospital. Next thing you know, they run some more tests. He loses everything on the right side of his body. They go run more tests, finds out he has a rare genetic heart condition called myocarditis, and he dies two months later. Yeah. Yeah. And and look at this study right here. UK government confirms fully vaccinated young adults are 92% more likely to die than vaccinated young adults. Official figures published by the UK's Office of National Statistics show that deaths per 100,000 among double vaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds were on average 91% higher than deaths per 100,000 among unvaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds between January 2021 and January 2022. Can't make this shit up. Yep, and uh, there it is right here. This is what I was just talking about. WHO, World Health Organization, admits monkeypox spreads almost exclusively via homosexual activity. Uh, Experts are not sure if monkeypox is a new type of sexually transmitted infection, but a representative for the WHO said it spreads like herpes. Uh, the World Health Organization recommended that homosexual active, active men reduce their sexual activity to stop the spread of monkey fox and called on tech companies to censor opinions they deem harmful. Oh, great. That's smart of them. Almost 100% of the monkeypox cases have occurred in men, and according to the WHO, at least 95% of those have occurred because of homosexual activity. 95%. Rosamund Lewis, the WHO's monkeypox expert, said that the men who have sex with men are the prime spreaders of the virus. WHO chief Tedros Gabreus said that when the men who have sex with men should reduce their partners and exchange contact information in order to contact trace any cases of the disease. Uh, and Dr. Peter McCullough came out in the Thornhead et al., the New England Journal of Medicine, monkeypox summary, 98% gay bisexual, 41% have concurrent HIV, 95% transmission by sexual activity, 13% hospitalized for derm, Androgenal allegiance, no deaths, government response, mass indiscriminate purchase deployment of Genios, non-replicating orthodox product, no way. They're talking about uh, vaccinating the entire population because 95% of the monkeypox cases are occurring in gay men. 
Yeah. And they already have an mRNA vaccine already for it. You said something really interesting there, that men are encouraged to, um, to uh, basically contact each other so they create a uh, chain of contact, yeah. right? What a great way to track where all the who all the gays are. Well, so you can yeah. round them up next. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they they could just turn serious. on COVID contact tracing on their phones. Yeah. Well, if you specifically want to know what what sexual orientation somebody is, yeah, it's a great way to track them. That is it. All right. It's kind of sick and demented if you think about it. I agree. Uh, Twenty-two non-essential items to stockpile before this shit hits the fan. Bleach. Uh-oh. You can use bleach to purify water, clean fruits and vegetables, sanitize cutting boards, meat cleavers, knives after processing meat, clean med- uh, med- medical instruments, prevent Giardia infections, make do-it-yourself, do-it-at-home in uh, deodorants, keep harvested rainwater clean, clean baby toys and pet toys, clean up mold-infected areas, batteries and chargers, fire starters, contact lenses and glasses, different kinds of glue, wood glue, plastic glue, super glue, duct tape, petroleum jelly, um... Soothing burns, abrasions, you can use it as a lubricant, accelerate, accelerate fire starting. Insect repellent, hygiene items include deodorant, shampoo, soup, to- soap, toothpaste, um, hand sanitizer, tools. There's various different tools that you should have, hammers, screwdrivers, pliers, uh, ratchet sets. I'm all set there. Yep. Knives and saws. Light sources includes flashlights and also burning types of uh uh, light sources, paper, pens, and pencils, toilet paper, bungee cords, and zip ties, seeds, tarps, plastic bags, Ziploc bags, baby supplies, fire extinguishers, baking soda, which is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff, man. I, ugh, Lots of stuff. And I'm going to do the whole city thing tomorrow. The, the Jay sent me the video of the new city that they're trying to build in Saudi Arabia, shit? the $1 trillion linear city. This is, okay, this is transhumanism. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we've been talking about with uh, the, the 21 cities in the United States. This is what they're planning to do. We're going to talk about that tomorrow night on The Daily Dose, um, more of a human transhumanism perspective um, and, and looking at where this is all headed and potentials of what this could all come to if the globalists do win and what our dystopian world is actually going to look like. Uh, Gump on Rumble, thank you so much for the donations on Pilled. I saw one come in, and I can't scroll up that far. I'm sorry. I saw the cookie that was donated, but uh, I didn't catch it to write it down. And my Pilled, for some reason, is just weird. I don't know. Um, Jay, man, you, you need to come on more often. Mm. I've, I've uh, You know, it was fun with Vince. We had a lot of fun. Plus, I had a couple... Uh... Couple of drinks before I came on, but you know it's uh, it is fun. I do miss it, and uh, you know it's kind of on nice Rumble. Thank you so. Eh. Well, you're invited on anytime you want. Uh, got a link on the Red Pill Project for the deaths. Yes, we, these will all be published. All these links that we talked about tonight will be published on RedPills.tv. You go to the news section. You go to recaps, and this show will be recapped on there. You'll be able to see that. Uh, yep, so we had 2.17 pills released as scratchins. There's a scratchins are released on pilled. There you guys go. Thank you for the cookie that came on pilled. 
And on DLive, I didn't catch any of them. Um, I will definitely give you a call out. Vince will be keeping track of those and getting a compiling of everybody who donated. But thank you for everybody who donated tonight on all channels for the Battle of the Streams. Much appreciated. Uh, it looks like uh, Rumble did win again. So much appreciated there. Um, what else do we have here? Don't forget, guys, Dr. Kirk Elliott was supposed to be with us tonight. Couldn't make it. But please check him out, getgoldtoday.com. Um, you can give them a call as well. If you just don't want to visit the website, you can write this phone number down. I'm going to give it to you right now. Um, it is 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. And that website is getgoldtoday.com. Getgoldtoday.com. And just go in there, put your information in. And they will give you a call back and hook you guys up. And uh, I'm telling you, it, it you better be prepared with gold and silver because something has happened financially and there's a collapse that is going to, to happen. So, um, you know, best thing you can do is just go talk to him and maybe he can help you out in some way. So check them out. Don't forget, if you go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code RPP as well. My Patriot Supply, check them out, get prepared. Those types of items we just talked about are on there. You can find them at redpills.tv slash patriot. Also, you go to redpills.tv, scroll down to the bottom. They're linked up. You just have to click and go over there. There's no special code. You just have to use that web address, redpills.tv slash patriot. Jay, thanks for joining me tonight, my friend. Appreciate you. Bravo, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Everybody out there, peace, love, be good, be prepared. Awesome. Take care, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Good night.